three. Day three was the day, okay? Day three started out with, of course, the mountains. And let me tell you, today, that day, day three, I hit level two. And after I climbed up level one, you know, I had done a whole type of, you know, my morning routine, clean with the fire for a little bit, then hit the mountains. And it was just like, hit level one, Level one was feeling good, and I looked at level two. Now, level two was the adventurers, brothers. Level two was pure cliff, homies. Level two was like, you'll come up here, you'll make it. Are you strong enough to climb the mountain? And I'm just like, damn right. And I go, and as I'm climbing this mountain, every little bit of fear that tries to creep in, I vanquish from my mind, from my heart. Because I know, no matter what, I will make it to the top of this mountain. And so, when I make it to the top of this mountain, I have to get my victory howl of just like, ah! I felt my ancestors just pushing me to go, to never give up. And the energy, man, the energy at the top was just nice, you know? And what makes it, what really, you know, is the whole, the process, the whole how things happen. You know, it's not always about just getting to the top. It's the things you go through on the way up. And it's like, you know, when we talk about our mind and the connection, it's just like, whoa, the energy is intense. And so when I get to the top, it's just nice, man. It's just nice. I can just tap in, you know, do some meditation and tap in. Show the gratitude to ancestors. Thank you. And then I climb on down the mountain. And let me tell you, day three. Now, day three had a lot going on today. So there was like a wedding ceremony. And we had a clothing ceremony. And it was just, whoa. So, you know, I climbed down the mountain. And I'm like, oh, it's time to do some service. And so I make my way over to the free kitchen this time. And, well, before I hit up the free kitchen, you know, do a little gate work, work at the gate, just saying, hey, people, doing that whole shebang, then hit up the free kitchen, you know, do some work at the free kitchen, because you know what, why not, why not, and it was awesome, and you know, it was like, when we serve each other, man, when we really serve and help each other out, it just feels good, you know. And they had me up there just preparing food, doing dishes. You know, I'm a type of man, I'll do any job, you know what I'm saying? I'm the type of guy, I'll do the job nobody else wants to do, you know what? Because at the end of the day, things have to be done. And when you're one of the people who is willing to do the things most people ain't willing to do, you know... There's a type of honor in it. Anyways, so we're just doing the things, having fun, and you know, it's just cleaning, cooking, getting, talking with each other, connecting, and just, man, the vibe, the amount of people, these people are just some seriously awesome people, and they're just so kind, and from the kindness of the heart, it was just watching, you know, their own story, and their own journey, and seeing how they're doing this, and it was just like, whoa, bros, you know, vibing with people, like, for real, and then... It was time to serve. And luckily I've had experience serving. So 
Well, serving time, you know, we know how to properly make sure at least that everybody gets fed. All right. And then when this time for seconds, then we talk about, you know, giving bigger portion sizes. But until then, we manage it accordingly. Okay. Anyways. So, you know, I'm me. I'm, I'm first server up. And it's very, you know, at first it's a little stressful trying to get into the, the whole cycle with it, you know. I got people kind of calling me from a couple different directions. We're kind of doing some last minute setting up. But you know what? Once we get that flow going, it's like ba bing, ba boom. And there we go. We're serving away. And just providing that good high vibing brother, man, sister, sister. Yo, we got some delicious food for y'all. What would you like? You know what I'm saying? Being cool, being homies, being an example, being like, yo, it's great to be here, okay? And this is the time right after the wedding. So unfortunately, I missed most of the wedding. But let me tell you, the glimpse of this wedding was just, man, what I seen from this wedding was just so beautiful, you know? It was just so multicultural type of beautiful it was like wow you know and i only got to see a little bit a tiny glimpse and i'm just so grateful for that. and so after serving in the wedding it's time to do to get everything ready for the closing ceremony man and let me just tell you the closing ceremony bros was like wow you know, this was, it was truly incredible. It started off with a story, you know, a very intense story about the corn. The story of the corn. And it was about how you must plant your seeds, man. You gotta plant your seeds and you gotta cultivate them into being strong plants, into being what you want them to be, to be healthy, to be fulfilled dreams. Because these seeds are your dreams, they're your hopes, your ambitions, you know. And you must cultivate them. You must tend to them wisely. And if you plant too many seeds and you don't pay attention to all of them, and you let certain things fall to the wayside, pick your seeds and make them strong, man. You know what I'm saying? Get your goals focused. Narrow them down and grow strong. Grow your seeds strong. Grow your ambition strong. And this story was just so awesome. You know. It had the whole, it was all about the seasons, you know, how each season's a different phase of life and how we must act accordingly. And oh, it was just a beautiful way to start this ceremony. And, you know, it really showed the change, the change of time, you know, how times are changing. And the message I received from the mountain earlier was like the winds of change. When I took this, doesn't that? Because let me tell you, I hit the mountain more time. I don't know if I said this, but in between, in between there, I had hit the mountains again, and I just got a message of the winds of change. And man, there's just so much synchronicity. You know, when you start, when you hear something and you feel it inside yourself, and you feel like you just receive the messages, and it all correlates. It's just like wow. You know, so this story was just so awesome. And so after the story, man, 
it was like I had the, I had the you know the opportunity to dig a hole for the tree, man. The beautiful tree that we're planting. So I'm just like, hell yeah, you know, they need the man with the muscles. That's why you train yourself so you can be freaking useful, okay? And so I'm just digging this hole happy as a mofo. I'm just like, thank you for giving me this opportunity to be a part of this, you know? And so... <laughs> and so it was just like, wow. So after I dig this hole... It's like part two of the ceremony has started. So I squeeze up in there. And let me tell you, part two of the ceremony was incredible. Hearing how the elders talked and just seeing, you know, this ritual of how they're how they do things and they're sharing it with us and just feeling the gratitude, the connection to the earth and just showing you know, that this is the moment of change, that this is the moment we step into a glorious, beautiful future where we bring it, we bring the light, we bring the beauty. And it was just like, <sighs> amazing. I even had the opportunity of having the smoke man, I'm gonna call him the smoke guy. Smoke guy was just the man with the different herbs. He had so much concoction, man. He had different smoking blends. He not only did he purify man, he was like not only not only cleansing and purifying man. I swear this man like put barriers. I don't know. He was he knew, you know, the wisdom he held was so impressive. And just he did a little ceremony with me inside the ceremony. It was just like, whoa, you know, it was intense. I had to hold the hard charcoal for a little bit. It was like, woof. But you know what? It was like powerful. It was so powerful. And just, man, after that ceremony, it was fresh. It was a whole new beginning. I felt like I had dropped 40 pounds of darkness. It's like, whoa, this is it. This is the time that we do this. We come together. We save the world. And I was just so grateful to all the elders to everybody who participated, to all that, all, for all that knowledge and wisdom. It was truly incredible. And so after this ceremony, it was just, <clears throat> it was like, just, whew, man, I was like in days. I was just enjoying the weightlessness I felt, man. And I found myself attracted to the sacred fire. And when I arrived upon the sacred fire, there happened to be a whole, like a whole nother ceremony. And this ceremony was just speaking just who you are and what you're here to do, you know. And it was just so powerful. Because you know what, of course, we're here to kick down the doors BS and bring a beautiful future for everybody. And to know that our goals, our focus, it just drives a fiery passion that is unlike anything else. You know, when we talk about reaching the higher potentials of our, of us, of humanity, this is it. 
is learning to have the right goals, is learning to have the right focus, the right moral compass to guide. We all have it inside of us already, is learning to listen, is learning to cultivate, is learning to grow yourself, your body, your mind, your emotions, your energies, man. And so, before day three ended, it was just amazing. But, you know, White Wolf got a little sweet on girl. And had to learn had to learn a little lesson. Had to learn a little lesson. You know. Had to grow. And this is the thing, learning, you know, I'm just so grateful. You know, as a man, we treat women with respect. We treat them as gentlemen. You know, we are we are gentlemen. And you know, we treat them with respect. But we also treat ourselves right. We walk with honor. We don't fall to our primitive, primal impulses. We learn to grow stronger and to hold our heads up, to hold good conversation, to be re- to be just respectful, to be nice, just because you feel like being nice, you know. And my thing is, I'm a man. You know, once I start getting the vibes that it just ain't feeling me, I walk away, man. You know, that's just, it's me. I ain't gonna worry myself. I ain't gonna stress myself. I won't keep my mental focus strong. You know what I mean? I am a gentleman. I'll be respectful. But I would not fall trap. I would not fall to my, to a whole type of mental game. And so thus, the night ended quite, quite nicely, quite beautifully. I had so much I had learned, so much I had dropped and let go of. It just felt amazing. And so that ended day three. White Wolf was like, whoo, it was just that time. So I woke up that morning and you know, packed up all my stuff. And I've been asking people the last couple of days for a ride. And wasn't getting too much, wasn't getting too much luck. You know, the homie, yes, who had taken me down there, you know, he was on his own journey. And we had linked up that morning, and we had asked one of our friends, one of our good acquaintances, and they were real nice people, but, you know, definitely a situation where they could give me a ride back. And on my way back to my stuff, I just happened to run into this really cool gentleman. I'm going to call him the homie M. And, man... This dude was just a straight-up cool dude. Now, he could take me back home, but he was heading up towards good old Colorado. And I wasn't too sure exactly where he was heading to in Colorado, but he was saying how he was heading north. And I just believed that I needed just to get up there, and I would make it no matter what. And I was just on a mission, you know. When the divine opens a door for you, you go through it. And I was just like, okay. So, homie was super cool. 
and and the, you know able to get a ride from him. And so I went back, grabbed my stuff, said goodbye to a couple people, and hopped in the car with the homie M. I had twenty bucks left, and I hooked, and it's like, yo, thank you, thank you for just giving me a ride as far as you know you're able to give me. I really appreciate that. And so, the homie M was out the kindness and lovingness of his heart. Let me hop on in and thus begin the adventure back home. Now, this is it was it was a very interesting experience. Homie M was like super cool, man. You know, I love meeting different people and just being able to hear their experiences. And just like, wow. Homie M is a real businessman. You know, he's a real go-getter. He's fighting to protect the war. And I'm like, hell yeah, homie. Hell yeah. And so he, he just kind of drove me around. He had to run a couple errands. And so I just kind of rode with him on his way to some errands. And it was just like, Wow. The experience, man, was crazy. Like, I'm just across the New Mexico landscape, and it's just gorgeous. You know, me and this dude just chopping it up, you know. And he's just a real cool dude talking about his life. I'm talking about my life a little bit, and it's like, whoa. You know, respect. And one thing, though, that I do know... And I had to bring this up because I feel this is going to be a repeat incident. You know, when we talk about as men, one of the most dangerous things we got to watch out for as men is the police and getting any type of anything on your record. Because, man, once you get anything on your once you get a record, it's hard, way harder. It is crazy how unforgiving this system is. And just, you know, I bring that up because this man was just so cool, man. He even bought me food. He drove me all the way up there. He let me run some errands. And these, it was just like, wow. It was magical the whole way. Okay. Like, whoa. <laughs> it was like, whoa. It was like just the, the countryside alone. It was just like, wow. How is this happening? And so then he ends up dropping me off at... Pagosa Springs. And I'm just like, thank you, homie. Thank you. Then we, you know, exchange contacts. And I feel like me and the homie M are going to really hit it off later in the future. Because you know what? We all have dreams and we all got a part to play in this big old grand scheme of saving the world, homies. And it's like, we got each other. So. I got dropped off at Gil Pagosa Springs. So here I am up in Gil Pagosa Springs. And, you know, I'm just a man. I got my whole bag. And let me tell you, I got my whole, I got a whole gap. Because, you know, we're out here saving the world. So, of course, I got a superhero cape on, homies. Like, I'm glistening white. Got my white cape, got my big old bag, kind of looking homeless. You know, I'm looking like a man out here ready to sleep outside. And so, first place I hit up is the library. 
because knowledge is power. Okay. And so I tried to do some research. And upon doing research, I realized that, you know, that there's no system to get in or out. That's not a taxi or a car. (laughs) And I was just like, oh. So he's either walk or, you know, I'm starting to think of how to get a hustle of a bike. And so, you know, that was definitely, um, that was definitely starting to be the plan. But, either, anyways, you know, there was really no way out of there besides hoofing it one way or the other. And... I'm just like, well, alright. So after doing some research there and realizing there's no way to use some transportation, I'm like, okay, I need to just kind of rest up. Because, you know, running out of time, you know, before the sun goes down and, you know, don't want to just be outside without knowing where I'm going to sleep for the night, where I'm going to lay down or how I'm going to start huffing it or what's going to happen. So, I start looking up some churches, you know, and I'm like, that's that's definitely the places that I'm going to think will help me out first, is the churches. And so, before I go to the church, there's this 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 magical spring. <laughs> this spring, they have hot spring, and it has like a whole public thing. So I look up the church, and look up the hot spring, and the hot spring, you know, is super close by. So, of course, I'm going to go to the hot spring first, especially because it's a public, here there's a public section. And I'm just like, I haven't taken a bath or shower in like three days. And so I'm pretty like, whoo, you know, and ain't smelling the best right now. <laughs> and so I'm making myself, I'm making my way down to the hot spring. And this hot spring is just like, whoa, it's awesome. It's like, it's beautiful. And so I just, you know, stripped down a little, stripped down to some shorts, and I'm just like kind of washing myself off and just uh, enjoying the magicness of the hot spring, of the sunlight, of the moments of the day, you know, of just trusting that I'm here for a reason. And so just start zenning out a little bit, you know, paying respects, saying thank you, Ward, thank you for this gift. Thank you for this gift of life. Thank you for letting me cleanse myself. Thank you, Ward, for so many things. And so, after giving my gratitude and uh, cleansing myself off a little bit, I just, you know, dress back up and put on all my clothes and start making my way down to this church. And let me tell you, as before I start walking over there, there is a huge mansion. Like, let me, or not mansion, but like a, a spa. A huge, incredibly large spa. And it's like, whoa. And it has like a whole chessboard, like a huge chessboard out front. I wanted to go look at it so close up. I wanted to so bad. But I was totally scared that I would get arrested. <laughs> and so, you know, I looked at it from afar. But it was still majestic and glorious looking. I was like, wow, very impressed. I was very impressed. And so as I make my way to the church, you know, this gentleman pulls over. This elderly gentleman. 
And I'm calling him the Gentleman W. Okay. And so, you know, <clears throat> Gentleman W is like kind of one of those older Caucasian males. And he's, you know, he's got one of those B-up kind of trucks. But he's just, he's a cool dude. You know, he really kind of laid back. Yo, you, you know, he's one of those dudes that has seen some in life. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm just like, oh, okay. No, well, thank you so much. And he's just a cool dude. So I hop on in his truck and he brings me back to his house where he lets me sleep, where he lets me spend the night, you know, and I'm just like so grateful. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much, Gentleman W, for letting me spend the night at your house. It was just like, wow. Now, my my experience in Gentleman W's house, he was a very interesting man, you know. He was very interesting. The only thing about him, the biggest thing, biggest repeat thing that, you know, lesson we talked about, you know, is like, as young men, we have to understand that when it comes to the law and the court system, it is not our ally. <laughs> and that is my message from... This man was so kind, but he was dealt a very harsh hand at a very early age for a very unfair reason. And it is like when you're a man, you know, it's a lot harder for you. And not many people, it's harder sometimes. All right. Definitely the message though, young man, be careful out there. And do not be, just be careful out there. In all situations. And so, Gentleman W was just, you know, he was talking about his life. And he was just a really cool dude. He was a really cool dude, you know. He kind of talked a lot about prison because he spent a long time in prison. He did a, a huge amount of years. And just, you know, his, his, his way of life was just different. It was definitely more of an old schooler vibe. But he was super cool. And I definitely was interested because, you know what, he gave me some ice cream and he played some music that was like super old school, but super hot. It was like, whoa, I don't even know, man. Ah, he was super cool. And so he ended up uh, falling asleep and I ended up falling asleep on the couch and it was just a cool night. And so that ends, I guess, technically day four. 